sure I'm gonna give us a count now. Let's do it. Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. And I do part of it. I do want more facing like each other okay. and not as much camera. Camera. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, all right. You ready? Let's all do right. it. Three, <laughs> two, one. What's good? We're What's good. up, y'all? We're here. I'm excited. Uh, we are here on Agent Talk Podcast. It's been a while since I have recorded an interview. Been a while since I recorded an episode as a whole, I would say. So I don't know when this is going to come out, but I do know amongst my newest releases is I wanted to take a step up in regards to the podcast, and that meant more in-person interviews as well as higher quality conversations, I would say. So, you know, we're here. This is my first interview with the Sure Mic. We got the setup, we got the lights, and <laughs> we have Anaya Jones. Yes. Okay. Hey, y'all. Okay, so Anaya, we'll just get straight to it. You're mm-hmm. someone that you're doing a lot of great things. You're 20. 20. 20. You're 20, and you're working with worldwide brands. You have just an amazing podcast. Like, you're, you're doing it. You're hyping me. And, yeah, I'm boosting <laughs> it. I'm boosting it a little bit, but you're doing it, you know, in our day and age. From, it just off the top. Mm-hmm. Who was Anaya Jones? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, hey, y'all. Thank you, Joshua, for having me on. What's this? This is Retry. This is Retry. retry. So, yes, we recorded, we recorded multiple yeah. episodes of some sort, but we recorded a while ago on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was it's due time. This is just too good of, a, I think, a conversation to have mm-hmm. to leave it through just virtual, you know, dialogue. I feel special. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm Anaya Jones, so I'm an undergraduate at U of I, marketing major, minor in RST, uh, which stands for sports management at my school, podcast host, so if you haven't tuned in to your wrong, sir, you should definitely go make that move, uh, talking about sports, but for me, um, I don't know, I'm a lot, bro, I don't think I can be confined to one thing, but mm. I love content, um, I'm a creator, I'm a podcaster, um, and really just, for me, an advocate for African American people in sports, and most importantly, women. That's the goal for me. I'll see where it takes me, but yeah. Okay, that's good. So a lot to chew on. We'll dive in. Um, mm-hmm. Background, we met because you took my Agent Academy course yep. maybe like a year and a half, maybe two years ago around. It was 20. Whoa. It was a this while. This upcoming summer going to make two years because it was 2020. Okay, so yeah. in 2020, she did, and I took my Agent Academy course and really stood out. And I don't know if I reached out to you or you reached out to me, but we ended up working together. And I remember on the very first time, like call that we're on. He okay, tell the story to we, everybody. Yes, we're on the very first Zoom. And for me, I think this is intentional. If you are someone that's listening to this or watching this, and you're you know, 18, 19, 20, and you're looking mm-hmm. to how can I stand apart, yeah, I had an eight-week course where if you have 20 individuals, usually there's going to be one or two that mm-hmm. show up to every class, that take notes, that's on time, that ask questions, that gives her all in the final project and you were one of those people you know and so for me i think that's very important but then as we go into okay the first actual meeting that i had with anaya it was me anaya and rodney and it's my first time really talking with anaya we talked for an hour anaya talked for probably like (laughs) 52 minutes just came with the ideas the questions the ideation as a term that she likes to say (laughs) And for me, it just, you know, off the top, I think the first impressions are meaningful. And so that, in short, is how we got connected. And yeah. it's just been working, you know, together ever since. But 
you are also doing a lot on your own. You're mm-hmm. 20 years old, so let's let's break this down. You're in school right now. Yep. Okay, so you're in school, mm-hmm. but you're also doing more than that. Let's talk about the podcast. How did you get into podcasting? Speak more on the name. You're mm-hmm. wrong, sir. Like, give me the journey of the podcast. Okay, cool. So, um, I had really gotten into podcasting in the summer of 2020. COVID hit, freshman year was just ended. I mean, I was at home, everything was online. So I was like, I don't have anything to do. Like, I have nothing to do. Me and my friends had nothing to do but be in school, be at home. And I was like, okay, like, I want to be intentional. So I started working out, like, faithfully outside of practice from being in school, but working out faithfully every morning. And I don't, oh, I followed Prince Daniel on Instagram. And I saw he had a podcast. And I was like, I like his snippets on Instagram, so I'm going to watch his podcast. And so, like, podcasts from our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm listening it while I'm in the shower in the morning. I listen to podcasts every day during my workouts. No music. I listen to podcasts and I listen to 50 Cent's audiobook. And that's mm-hmm. how I got through it through all my workouts. And so during that time, I was like, I like this. So I'm listening to other people's. And I'm like, okay, I like sports too outside of business and marketing. So I'm going to start listening to sports podcasts. And I came across all the smoke, watched a couple episodes. And one day I was in the bed. And then he got two hours of my time. Like, I ended the end of the podcast, and I was like, no way I just sat here for two hours, like, listening to people talk about stuff that I talk about all the time. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And so I went downstairs to my mom, like, Mom, what you think? I'm going to start a podcast. And she was like, well, go do it. What do you need to do? You need to go buy a microphone. You need to do this. Um, I went upstairs. I had a notebook that one of my friends got me, and it has, like, all of my ideas in it now. But that's, like, my favorite notebook because I went through it. I was on Google all night. And so May 18th was the day I got this idea. And Juneteenth, um, exactly a month later um, or a day later, I debuted it. And so every day that month, I worked on a podcast. Um, And for me, I just wanted to start it because I have these conversations all the time. But most importantly, our top podcast, I Am Athlete, All the Smoke, love those individuals, but none of them are women. And Mm. so I was like, that's not okay. And on top of that, nobody that I know has a podcast that's in college. Um, And so I just wanted to be different. And I was trying to find my footing in sports, and I didn't know what to do. So, like, that's why I was taking Joshua's class to figure out if I wanted to be an agent. That's what I thought. I'm not doing that anymore. But, like, I figured that out. Um, It was just a summer of intentionality. And so I asked a friend, like, what should the name be? He gave me a couple names, like, make it make sense. And you're wrong, sir. I wasn't feeling it at first. I was like, okay, like, what does that mean? And I started thinking about the meaning of what I wanted the podcast to be about. And so I was like, you're wrong, sir. Like, that's it. And so a lot of people tell me, like, your name. Like, I love it. And it's crazy because it's just kind of like a pun in a creative way. Uh, We always hear male-dominated, women in sports, all of these things. And so really I just wanted to kind of call out those people when I was younger. Like, you can't play basketball. You a little girl. Like, Mm. or you can't talk about basketball. You're a girl. And so really just like showing people we're more than capable, we're educated. But I think um, one of the most important things, a lot of women are like, hey, I'm a woman in sports. And like, that's the only thing I have to talk about. But for to di- differentiate yourself, you have to learn how to talk about things that people don't expect you to know about. So I have to understand how to break down a basketball game. Like, oh, like she know how to talk about basketball. Okay. Or give my opinion on certain things. And so. That was the vision behind a name, but it's been a great like roller coaster, bro. It's been amazing. That was the best decision ever. You're wrong, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, slight plug. Where right now, if you're listening, watching okay. this, where can they follow and subscribe to your wrong, sir? Yes, 
everywhere on all streaming platforms. Um, Anchor, if you like to listen to podcasts there, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, episodes on my YouTube channel, so at Anaya Jones, A-N-I-Y-H-A, and then last name Jones, so it's everywhere. I'll drop the link yeah. in the bio, or in the, in the uh, some in the description. Okay. Yeah, I'll drop some links below. Okay, uh, so the podcast, let's talk about this. I believe that more people should have podcasts. Mm. I think that pot, like for myself, podcasts got me out of like some low places. I would mm. say listening to people's stories yes. and like making it tangible that you can do this. Like mm. that's what I got from podcasts. There are other things that you can get from them. However, I also believe not only consuming them, I think that a lot of, I think that the majority of individuals have wisdom that they can also give to other individuals, yes. but are not necessarily doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people disqualify themselves and say, I don't have anything to give to the world or who would listen to me, whatever it could be. I'm sure you had maybe doubts, you know, oh, you, yes. you wanted to start the podcast. You felt like, like I could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could bring something, Yeah. but are they going to listen? <laughs> Are they going to support me? Can oh, you I take me know. through what were the doubts that you had? Because mm-hmm. I know there are other people that are listening to this that have doubts as well. As well as how did you overcome them? Yeah. So uh, doubts going in. So me, when I get an idea, I'm confident. I'm a confident person. So I'm like, I got this, whatever. So when I'm planning it out, I'm hyped. I'm getting logos. I'm ready. I'm excited. And now I'm like, okay, what's the date that I'm going to release this? I had five episodes prepared. And um, then it was time. I was like, okay, Juneteenth. I felt like that was okay. And so I dropped it. And I just like, I, I always tell Joshua this. As soon as I posted it, I posted it on my LinkedIn, my Snapchat, my Twitter, like everything. Instagram. I put my phone down and I just walked away. Mm. And I was like just walking through the house like nervous. Like, are they liking it? Like, yeah. are they listening? Like, what are they doing? And so when I came, <laughs> when I came back to my phone, it was like, notifications 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 and I was like oh okay like what are they gonna say but for me the doubt was like are people gonna enjoy hearing me because it's one thing for me I've learned to get satisfaction from like when I release an episode sometimes I don't have to have 100 listens to feel like you did that like you know like you feel like it was a good episode you put it out so for me before I got into it I'm like are people gonna like what I'm saying are they gonna listen you are listening to me talk for a second by myself. So, like, are you going to like it? Like, do I have the voice? I'm right. like, I don't know. But I think you just have to try stuff and get a feel. Like, you just have to push past the fear. But, mm. y'all, this the goat, okay? Yeah. Because when I looked up the Asian Academy, I'm like, okay, who is this guy? Like, I got to see if you're credible. Like, I'm giving you my money. Let me see if you can teach me something. So, I'm looking up his Instagram, and I start listening to Joshua's um, episodes. The first one I listened to was about Lexi. And you were talking about working for free. Mm. First one I listened to, and then I started listening to a couple, and I had reached out, and Joshua just gave me some advice, like, you should do it. Like, pro podcast, like, podcast advocate, this is him. Yeah. So I think your encouragement and me just pushing past the fear, I was good. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was cool. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I think it's, it's like what you said, one, pushing past the fear, mm. because before I had this microphone, I had a Yeti. And Lydia bought me my Yeti, I believe in 2018. Get out. I believe so. You had it that long? 
Yes. No. And I did not record my first episode. It, or 2019, one of the two. But I know it wasn't 2020, and I didn't record my first episode until 2020. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it was 2018, and I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I think there is the thought of what's the point. Mm-hmm. I think there's also the thought for people of how much work that people think it's going to take, and it does take time and effort. But it's but not that bad. It's really not that bad mm-hmm. to me. You know, if you really wanted to do something. An hour a week, you could get it done, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, coming back, though, so mm-hmm. not only the podcast, uh, you are doing things outside of that. I know you have ambitions in regards to creating content, yeah. telling stories, things of that sort. Can you just kind of give a background? Like You even mentioned how your podcast released on Juneteenth, correct? Mm-hmm. Why Juneteenth? Why the advocacy for black empowerment Mm -hmm. like can you speak i guess kind of towards that and where does that come from as well as your journey your goals like what is the mission that you're doing in that regards yeah um i'm still trying to figure it out i feel like it's a daily thing of just trying to discover who i am discover my aspirations because there's so much out here and you just be realizing new things every day like oh i like this like oh i like this me and joshua have so many ideas we text each other all the time and it's like we want to do this we want to do this we want to do this and so, um, Juneteenth, first of all, um, I was like, okay, what better way than to be a way to celebrate, like, African-American history? Um, I was like, just do it. I feel like it's my way of celebrating today. And so, I released it. Um, and for me, the, the mission, the goal, um, I'm discovering it. But I will say the most important thing for me right now that I want to take my podcast the direction of is educating people on the history. Like, a lot of us play basketball, a lot of us play football, a lot of us do baseball, all of these things, and we don't know the history behind organizations. Like, NBA player, I guarantee you if I ask them, 50% would not know who Earl Lloyd is. Earl Lloyd. First African-American person to, to play in an NBA game. Was Earl Lloyd. That's his name. Did you know that? <laughs> you didn't know that. You didn't know that. So, no, tune into your own, sir, and then you learn some <laughs> more. But, um, small things like that. What's, what's another one? Another one. Ooh, okay. Grambling State. I think it was in 19-some. I don't know, 60-something. It was the only school outside of Notre Dame that had the most um, professional football players. And that's the HBCU. And now nobody won't go to HBCUs. Like, that's mind-boggling. For me, it's one of those things like people... Okay, prepping for interview for anywhere. You're going to make sure you know the meanings behind the company. It makes sure you know the motto, recent news. You're going to research the people who are interviewing you, all of those things. Right. That's the interview for a company. Why don't we have the same intentionality when we're getting drafted for the NBA, when we're getting drafted for the NFL, when we're going to the WNBA? Like, we want to impress these people and know the companies, but we don't really know anything about the organizations we're going to. We don't know about the history, anything. And so it's just like, I don't know, it's just lack of intentionality. So for me, educating history um and entertaining at the same time like i want to tell stories that people don't hear i don't care about john moran's favorite color i don't like i want to know like more about you i want to know who you are like i want to get deep into things that people don't have the opportunity to see on a daily so yeah what is something that nobody out there knows about you oh oh okay nobody like not you Mm-mm. Oh my God, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that's a good you said you want to show people like stuff that 
these, whether it's athletes mm. or other individuals, the stuff that the fans don't know. Okay. What's something that nobody knows about you? Oh, okay. I used to be a gymnast. What? <laughs> Yes, I used to do gymnastics and my mama took me out and she tweaked. Like, <laughs> I used to, what? Yes, I used to be in gymnastics. She had me in there since like from like two to five or six. And like I used to be flipping over everything with the bigger girls. Like I was doing it. <laughs> and she took me out. Now I see like Simone Biles. I'm like, wow, that could have been me. <laughs> I'm like, why you do that to me? She was like, I don't even know. That could have been you. Yes, bro. You could be on a cereal box. I'm hurt. I could be on Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> why she take you out? I don't know. She has no explanation. She's like, I don't even remember. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, <laughs> I think back. Like, I've seen her. I'm like, no way. I could have been that a really That could have been you. Yes. Isn't she, is one of them from Chicago? No. No, I don't think Gabby so. Gabby Douglas is not from neither? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I feel okay, like I would yeah, know if okay. she was. Dang. Candace Parker is. She baller. Champion. Baller. Did you know? I don't know if you knew this. We, shout out Denny. Um, one of my good friends, Denny, my trainer from back home, who my yeah. dad helped start his gym, Candace Parker and her husband, not her husband, her brother, mm-hmm. her brother goes to the gym. Get Anthony out. Parker. That's her brother? Yeah, that's her brother, Anthony Parker. What? Who played, he does something now with the magic. Because she has two brothers. So, she's been in that gym. Hmm. So Denny, gotta, where you at? <laughs> Candace. Hey, Candice, where you at? Okay. Uh, okay, so something is interesting. You had mentioned, uh, what did you, you had brought up HBCUs. Yes. Should more top-tier athletes be going to HBCUs? Okay. And why or why not? Okay, I'm an advocate for yes. Yes, we should go. Um, because, and for me, I'll start off, right? Coming into senior year, coming into college, I didn't apply to one HBCU. I applied to Howard, and I got in, and I didn't even look at the acceptance letter. I was like, I'm not going. Like, I just did it for, like, safety net, like, just to say I got into Howard. Mm-hmm. And because it was just like, everybody wanted to get into Howard, so I just wanted to apply. But I had never considered an HBCU because they aren't, like, depicted to us as the top schools. And I, my mission was, like, I'm going to the best business schools. I'm applying to UW. I'm applying to North Carolina. I'm applying to U of I. Shout out to my fellow Atlanta eyes. Um, I'm applying to IU. I want to be a Hoosier. That didn't work out. Um, but yeah. I was like, okay. And so I think we should simply because, like, okay, small fun fact. Grambling State used to have the most football players. What? And now we have, like, people arguing with the fact that, like, HBCUs can't produce anybody. That's crazy. Like, we did, though. We used to with less resources, with less people. What happened? So, I don't know. I need to get further than $40 million slaves. What's the book? What's the book you're reading? Okay, I'm reading $40 million slaves. Um, Amazing. If you have not read it, go read it. Every athlete, every person who wants to work in sports, black, white, any color, needs to read it. No question. What is the best book you've ever read? That's hard. Best book. We need to do categories or something. Category? Yeah, okay, so financial literacy, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, so far. Okay, Rich That's Dad, Poor Dad. That's the best one I've read. Okay. Um, one about sports, definitely $40 million slaves. And okay. one about entrepreneurship and kind of like motivation and telling a story, like a memoir, um, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. He snapped. Really? Huh? Oh, my God. Hustle Harder, 
Hustle smarter. By 50 Cent. By he, 50 Cent. Yeah. I don't want to pay for the book. And at the time that I figured it out, he did a free partnership with Apple where he had every chapter and audio for free on Apple Music. And so I just listened to it, the whole book then. See, I've heard of Rich Dad Poor Dad. I have not read it. Got but you. I've heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. I've read 40 Million Dollar Slaves. Yes. I have not read or heard of Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. You got to listen to it, bro. Yeah. I know he's not cent. liked by a lot. But yeah. in terms of biz, like the way he thinks, you just be like, okay. And he keeps it real about everything. Hmm. Yeah. What? Hmm. This is a question I want to ask. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you will be successful? Yeah. Is that a question? What is it about you that is different than everyone else that's 20 years old right now mm-hmm. that has the ambition that they will... Earl Nightingale. Okay. This is going to be a staple on the podcast for me. Okay. What Earl Nightingale <clears throat> says, on average, and I'm paraphrasing, one out of a hundred... Mm-hmm. become successful really to the utmost degree the utmost degree of success like top 10 one out of 100 okay out of 100 Illini 20 year olds one out of 100 <laughs> me why are you out of the other 99 um nobody's gonna outwork me nobody's gonna outwork me nobody at my age none of my friends get up at 5 a.m i do like Ooh. like i'm up at five they sleep like i'm <laughs> reading every day they're not um, my networking ability. Hope your friends don't watch this. Hey, they know the deal. I be trying to get them up, bro. They don't keep on getting <laughs> up. They be like, you crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm. I would say hard work. Um, I know how to push past fear. Like, a lot of my friends tell me all the time, like, hey, uh, I want to do this. Or, like, hey, I want to reach out to this person. Or this is what I want to do. And it's the perfect person. Okay, we'll go text her. Go email that person. You email them three weeks later? No, I haven't. But I'm going to get around to it. Mm. Just reaching out, being willing to connect with people. Um, and it's not always about what you know, but who you know. Um, so I would say my network, my ability to work hard, and I'm passionate. I'm passionate. And I really believe in myself. Like, nobody can tell me I'm not going to be successful. Nobody's going to stand in my way. 5 a.m. <sighs> I'm an advocate for yes. getting up You early. be up at 3.30, bro. How 3.30. I slept in a little bit today, though. Lydia's been getting up at 4.45. So, really? Yes. So if I decide that I'm going to sleep in, I'm going to try to get up. I still try to get up with her. Okay. But you still been getting up early, though. Yeah. What got you into waking up early? Because I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Early bird gets the worm. Like, mm-hmm. It is true. It's the reality. If you attack the day, if you get up, you will win in the end. No question. How did you develop that philosophy? And can you explain that? Yes, so two main things. Listening to Prince Donnell's podcast. Um, Prince Donnell got you right. Oh, he got me right. Like, literally. I Prince was Donnell, if you watch, listen to this. Both of us. Love you. And we want, <laughs> we want to interview. Help us create content. Yes, bro. Okay. Maybe let me franchise a Jumping Jack tax. Okay. This is not sponsored by Prince Donnell. <laughs> uh, okay, continue. Yeah, so I was listening to his podcast. One of the first I listened to was Waking Up at 5 a.m. And he was just talking about it. They have their morning meetings for their team at 5 a.m. Like, everybody's on Zoom talking at 5 a.m. about their day. Wow. I'm like, what? Like, okay. They locked in. They locked in for real. So, I'm like, okay, We're not cool. doing that. Dang. We're not doing that. Yeah. 
we ain't there yet, but yeah. we will be. Yeah. <laughs> we will be. I'm like, okay, so I'm like, cool. You know, successful people are saying this. Yeah. When we read Fifty Cent's book, he talks about thing. waking up early in the morning. God's working out. Cool, great. I'm like, okay, I ain't really getting into it yet. It's an every other day thing for me, or when I feel like it. Cool. And then one of my mom's friends knew Kendall Gill, um, who's an NBA vet, and he had like a workout program. And I wanted to get Kendall on a podcast, and I was like, Sarah, you need to plug me. And she was like, well, come work out. Like, you know, just come meet him. I was like, okay. So I can't be, like, direct coming out there like, hey, bro, get on my podcast or whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to work out. And I'm going to meet him and introduce myself, get a feel for him. And then I'm asking him, like, two weeks later. Mm. And so they work out at 5 a.m., y'all. So I had to get up <laughs> and go out there at 5 a.m. and work out with him every day. And I had stayed up. I liked it. And I'm like, okay. And it was like a community of family. Got him on a podcast a couple weeks later. And so for me, that was my ability to like, I had no choice. Like if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., Kendall would call me. Where mm-hmm. you at? You sleep? I'm like, bro, like get a life. Like how you getting up every day this, this time? Like what's wrong with you? And he's really like helped me like wake up and I felt accountable. Like if I didn't come, I come next day and he'd be like, mm, you yeah, asleep? No, no. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're killing me. So that was me getting to the routine of doing it. And then our team, you, Matt, Rodney, everybody wakes up early on our team. Everybody. And so when you have people around you who do it, you ain't got no choice. You feel left out. I feel like on our team, if you don't read, you feel left out. If you don't wake up early, you feel left out. Like we push each other with our habits. Mm. So all three of y'all combined, it's kind of like a lifestyle for me. Now I'm like preaching it. How long did it take you Mm -hmm. to be like, it went from perhaps being a burden to mm. seeing it as this is good for me. Yeah. Was it instant? Mm-hmm. Did it take time? Like, how long did it take you to be like, all right, I desire now to do this as opposed to I have to do this? Mm. Oh, ooh, that's hard. I would say I, I'm a type of person I challenge myself, so I want to do it either way. Like, I was like, I'm going to do it because I just like pushing myself. But to really see the results, I would say um, probably like June, like when a podcast came out for real. And I kept doing it and, like, working out consistently hard. Like, he don't be playing no game. So I was, like, seeing differences in my body mm. and working with you, productivity. So it was, like, I'd be up at 5, and then by 12, I'd be, like, I don't have nothing else to do. Like, I'm out of school. I went to your class. I recorded for the podcast. I have everything set up. And I would be, like, dang, I'm done with my day by 12 p.m. Mm. And so I, I kind of liked that I had the rest of the day to go be with friends and do everything I want to do. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is what would you say for someone out there that's curious? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what are the benefits of doing it? What are the benefits? Yeah, benefits. Um, I think you just feel better. Like you feel more prepared for the day. I don't know about you, but like when I wake up early and I get things done, like I feel good. Like I feel like I just achieved the day. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's how I feel. And so I think it's an achievement mentally. Um, also, you get stuff out the way. So, a lot of the times, I might not finish a homework assignment. And I'll be like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to go to sleep early because 5 a.m., if I don't have the energy to do it now and I'm sluggish and I'm trying to push through, if I wake up at 5 and I work out and I take a shower, it's getting done in 15, 20 minutes. Like, I'm on go. You're more productive. You're sharper. Um, So, I would say those are the benefits. And having nights. In college, bro, you want to go party. You want to go be with your friends. You want to go to people's house, go to the party that's happening. And so, when you have homework all night, you don't have time for that. Like, homework is a priority 
So when I'm done with it by 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., I'm good for the rest of the night. Mm. And so I think it just, it's convenient for me. Like, it literally helps. And when I'm more passionate about working with you, when I'm more passionate about my podcast, I can get homework out the way early in the morning. Rest of the day, I can do everything I love to do, not things that I feel like an obligation to do. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. What? You speak about being able to, like, push through. So, yeah. like, in regards to the podcast, you got to push through the doubts. Mm-hmm. Push through the fear. It's something that you said multiple times. Waking up early, you got to be able to push through. Right. You know, like, that's a common concept that you've mentioned. Yeah. Where did you develop this mindset of, like, there's going to be obstacle, mm. but I'm going to, like, go through it? Like, where does that come from for you? I would say sports. Sports. Like, being an athlete, um, yeah, bro. Like, I wasn't always good at basketball. I wasn't always good at track. Things like that. And so, just learning, like, it's okay. You might be at a down period now, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, so, I would say sports and really sports and school for me. School, just knowing, like, okay, if you do bad on this test, it's going to be okay. Keep pushing through. Keep studying. Being intentional. If you're intentional about these things, you're going to see the result at the end of the just the path. So, sports and school. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We are 29 minutes in. Okay. So, I'm going to take... Or ask perhaps a few more personal okay. questions. What is Faye like? My mom. <laughs> ah, okay, my you're, mom. You were raised by your mom. Yes. Just your mom, correct? Yeah. What's your mom like? Uh, they say I'm like her when she's like me. I don't know, but <laughs> she is outspoken, very outspoken, um, very silly, like a vibrant, loud person. She ain't quiet, ain't shy, none of that. Um, really outgoing. I would say really outgoing. She's very hardworking too. Um, yeah, my mom was like like a little fighter. That's how I see her. Yeah. What is the one thing that you learned the most from your mom? Ooh. You you killed me with the question. <laughs> hey, I'm you're right. <laughs> okay. One thing I learned, most important thing. That is wild. It's a lot. What? One most important thing I've learned. Uh, I'm going to have to say the importance of education. Yeah. The importance of education. How important it is to be educated. Um, So I feel like this is, I don't know. My mom has never, ever had to like look over my homework. Read like she's never helped me with any homework. I don't even know how I used to pass when I was little. Like I did everything on my own, and so for her, like it was always private school. It was always never helping me with grades. But you got to see what's going on. Like you okay? Like is everything okay? Our class is going well. Um, and so put me in tutoring after school. Like being intentional about making sure like I understood the importance of education. I understood the importance of college. Like going to get a degree. Um, I'm a first-generation college student, so when that mm. time comes, I'll be the first in my family. And so, like, small stuff like that. Um, ooh, yeah, and she didn't finish school either. And so my mom went to college, but she didn't have the rest of the money, so she's really mm. big on, like, go do better. Like, be focused on being educated and things like that. Um, she might not be as intentional as me, but she's instilled it within me, so it's really important to me. Yeah. Your mom proud of you, huh? She be trying to be, y'all. She be texting everybody when stuff happens. So, yeah, like, so. that's cool. That's awesome. Um, 
Another question. Mm -hmm. Who is your best friend? You're going to give me trouble. <laughs> You're going to give me trouble. I got a couple. You have a couple. Yes, okay. two. You have who? Caitlin and Melanie. Caitlin and Melanie. Yes. What is the definition of a good friend? Ooh. So, I think it changes over the years. So, mm. like, when you're younger, it's just like, who can go be fun with you? Who can laugh with you or whatever? Um, for me now, it's support. Support is, like, my favorite thing. I, I want to know that you're happy for me when I get accomplishments. I want to know that, like, you're checking on me, that you're proud of me, things like that. Um, support, always being there, know how to listen, um, and having a good time. Every friend is different for different things, though. So, like, some friends I can have conversations with about, like, my aspirations, what I want to do, whatever. And then some friends is just there for when I'm in a bad mood and I just want to have a good time. Um, so I think just really catering to you, understanding how you guys can apply to one another. But with any friend, they should be able to support you, like, no matter what. Your friends support you? Yeah. I feel like this is, I was just saying this, this year I feel like I have the best friend group. Like, all of my friends. Like, there's no question about anybody. I know that they're happy for me. They support me. We're all happy for each other. Like, yeah. Mm. Like, in terms of my friend group, I feel like they're amazing. Your friend group is amazing. Oh, yeah. Ten years from now, are you friends with all of them? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Might not be as close to some. Yeah. Just because busy and a lot of people may not as be as intentional about, like, their dreams as I am. Mm. But definitely still gotcha. cool with them. You are single? Yes, here you go. You talking, <laughs> are you talking to anyone? No. Your eyes on anyone? Talking, okay. You are? Talking. <laughs> Ooh, you're talking. Is it from the concert? No. Oh, it's not the guy from the no. concert? Oh, okay. But you're talking to someone? Yeah. Okay, so we won't touch too far on that. But you are 20. Mm -hmm. You are on a journey of ambition, like, you're intelligent, and you got good things going for you. Mm -hmm. You, I think, would perhaps intimidate mm -hmm. some men, young men, that maybe are not as intentional mm -hmm. of trying to, like, dream chase. What does, and I think this is good because this is, like, good insight from, like, a 20-year-old young woman. Yeah. What are you looking for in regards to what a potential boyfriend, husband, whatever that could look like? Mm-hmm. I'm curious because I'm 28, so like maybe what people in my generation were looking for, yeah, it might be a bit different. Like, what is someone that's I'm curious to know, like, mm -hmm. what's important to you? What does that look like? Do you think there's a large supply of the types of men that Ooh, you're looking for? That's a for? good question, like, yeah. Like, it's definitely is, not a large supply, so not a large supply, not where I'm at. I'm not gonna say out there in the world, but okay. like at school, trash, like they're terrible. What are the guys like at school? Uh, very, my school is very focused, especially the black community social status. So, like, who's cool with who? Who's, like, little stupid stuff like that. So, like, for me, I'm cool with a lot of, like, I'm very social. But it's not important to me. And so, for me, being family-oriented, um, I don't know what it feels like to grow up in a two-parent household. Um, little small things like that. So, I know, like, my aspirations are to have traditions with my family, I want to eat mm. dinner together. I want to celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like, I really want to be, have a really close-knit family because uh, I never experienced it. So I definitely want to do that. Hardworking. You have to have aspirations. Like, 
I don't want anybody. I get up and I'm waking up at five and you still sleeping. Like <laughs> it's eight and I don't know what you're supposed to be doing for the rest of the day. Like that's not gonna work for me. Uh, you have to work out. Sorry. Yeah. Got it. I can't be no yes. with nobody that don't work out. Um. Yeah. Those are really imp- oh, faith. Yes. Um, believing in God is really important to me. Can't work without it. Um, I would say those are the the most important things. And confidence, like have confidence in yourself. Like trust yourself, believe in yourself, know how to sell yourself, be professional, speak well. You can't not know how to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, clean up nice. You gotta be cute. Like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> how do you think not growing up in a two parent household mm-hmm. has affected you for the good or for the bad? Mm. So I think a lot of things growing up, my negatives, I have have motivated me to turn things into positive. So like, not in a bad way, but like sometimes like, I'm the only person in my family who can relate to speaking in public. Like, you know? And so when you see different things that people are lacking, it's like, I don't wanna do that. Like I wanna be better. Um, mm-hmm. I wanna experience different. And so not growing up the household, it has made me more, I'm a really affectionate person. So I love affection. Um, and I think it has made me just want to have a close family, like have a really big family, especially because a lot of my friends are in two-parent households. So I see the dynamic. I see how it is. I see how intentional they are. I'm like, yeah, I want that. Um, I would definitely say that that's a positive, yeah, like kind of pushing me to want it more. You want kids? Yes. How many? Like three. Three? Yeah. Okay. Definitely not one. Only child is terrible. You're an only child. Yes. You don't like you. You wanted a sibling. When you're a kid, it's cool, but the older you get, no. Like <laughs> all I have is my friends. Like my friends are my siblings in a way. Those are the people I go to about everything. Like I don't know. I feel like it's good to have a, a sibling. And when my mom um got cancer, that period was like, ooh, like nothing negative. But what if something happens? Who's gonna like relate to me directly? Mm. Who's gonna understand how I feel? Nobody. Not my cousins. Not my auntie. Like, there's nobody who can really, really relate to me. So, definitely need to have more than one. When did your mom have cancer? 2015, 2016, one of those. Do you know what form? Yeah, breast cancer. Can you speak on that? Yeah. Um. So, I had knew before she told me. I you knew, knew before she told me? I knew before she told me. Okay. I was just waiting for her to tell me. And so, uh, one day I came back from school. My grandma picked me up. And I was like. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? And uh, she was at my house, and that's, like, unusual. And so I was like, why are you here? She's like, oh, I just came to see your mama, but, like, I ain't stupid. I knew the vibes was off. So I'm like, hmm, okay. And my mom was, like, very, she confides in her friends a lot. So one day I heard her, like, saying it. And I'm like, it's making sense now, whatever. So I was just waiting for her to tell me. And then one day we were in the car. She was like, oh, I got something to tell you. And it was, like, before her surgery. I'm like, what you got to tell me? And she was told me. And I was like, I already knew. <laughs> she was like, you already knew. Like, how did you know? Um, and so it was a really a trying period. Like, mm. she how old were you? I was like, four, it was been again in high school. So like okay. 14, 15. Right. Yeah. It's just y'all too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like right. me playing sports, it's hard. Like chemo, radiation, like that stuff is real. It'll put you down for real. And so I kind of seen her go through that emotional roller coaster. Like I seen when her hair was falling out. I seen her her lowest moments. I seen like, like I had to, like drive myself to school. She couldn't get up some days. Like after having chemo and all of those different things. So it was just really emotional. I would say, 
Um, but it was good because she overcame it. But yeah, it was. It's interesting. Like you see life from a different perspective. Like you see, like okay, I can lose you. And I was young too, and so it's only us. And I'm helping, and I'm trying to do this. But I'm also in sports. I'm an athlete. I'm doing this, and you can't come to my games because you don't feel good, and like stuff like that. So it, I, I feel like it made us closer. Definitely, yeah. Mm. What drives you so much? Like, why do you think that you are like even kind of like what you were talking about with your mom? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm still gonna go to school. Yeah, like, I'm still driving to school. I'm gonna help my mom take care of her. Like, we're gonna get that. The mindset, even like you talking about it, and you still smiling about it. Like mm-hmm. she can't overcame it, so it's good. <laughs> where, where does this heart posture that you carry like come from? Like the way that you look at the world. Why do you think you have developed that mindset? Everybody asks me that, bro. I don't know, but like now that I look back, I think it has a lot to do with my mom. Like I've seen her just push through. Like I don't know. Like sometimes, like my mom has like got laid off before because she works in banking. Like my mom has not had a job for like a year or two, and I'm. Now that I think about it, like, being broke in college, bro, I got to pay for groceries now and stuff and gas. I'm like, how does she do this? Like, get my uniforms, pay tuition, like, all of these things. Like, that's crazy. So I think a lot of it inevitably comes from, like, me unconsciously seeing her. Um, like, be okay. Make sure everything was okay despite whatever. I don't know if she was going through up here, emotionally, whatever. Um, and I just really want, like, success. Like, I, I just see it's so tangible. Like, mm. there's no reason that people in our community shouldn't be getting it. It can come from a lack of fear. I mean, well, fear. It can come from a lack of belief in themselves, not having people around them who made it seem like it was possible. But, like, I want it. Like, there ain't no reason Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk should be out here and I can't do it. Like, it's there. You just got to go get it. What, what does success look like to you? When you first... What is success? Oh, you give me with a Matt question. <laughs> yes, Matt. Matt, if you watch this, this is shout out. I got Matt define success. I'll probably I don't know if I'll drop it in the description, but if you're listening to this, yeah. define success podcast. Matt Loopy. Okay, check him out. Shout what, out Matt. Shout out Matt. What is success? Oh, um, I think it always changes, but mm. I do. Yeah, because I believe like every ten years you should be into something new. I don't think mm. you should be in the same thing. So I think it changes. For me, like, That's good. foundation, yeah. um, happy family, happy home. Um, yeah, being healthy physically, mentally, I think that success, wealth, like, you're, you're successful. Outside of that, for me, uh, I want my podcast to be one of the top podcasts. I want to win an Emmy. I want to win an Oscar. I'm going to put it out there because I'm going to do it. Um, yeah. What else? Like, for me, I think just really being happy. Um, and I want to impact people. Like, I want to help other people coming up after me. I want to know, like, I impacted you positively when I'm gone. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I feel like the other things, they will figure themselves out. Like, I have different goals. Yeah. What is the most important ingredient to success? Most important ingredient. Hard work. Hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can be talented, but that don't mean that if you don't work hard. Do you work hard? Yeah. Do you work hard? <laughs> I would say, I think I could work harder. Okay. I think I could be a harder worker. I think so, too. We all have you think work. I could be a harder worker? No, no, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, me personally, I think I could work harder, yeah. too. I think I could work harder. But uh, I sometimes get caught up, like, we do be too hard on ourselves. So, that's what, what is the balance? 
Because I'm with you. I personally believe that, like, I don't know. My ideal day is wake up. Well, I wake up. Say I wake up at 3.30. Mm-hmm. I'm done with my day at 2. Really? Day's done. Packed in. Mm-hmm. Like, 3.30 or 2. It's packed in. I'm done with my day after. And I believe that a part of me almost, like, believes that with even with the seven days a week, I think that we should be working, like, a sixth day. I don't I don't think we should only work five days a week. I really? think we should work six. Less hours, though, in my opinion. Okay. That's just my suggestion. I think it works for me. I've been able to control my own calendar for mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, but that's just my... How do we get on that topic? What was so the question? You, what was it? Do you work hard? Oh, uh, do you work hard? Yeah. So, yeah, I think I could work... Um, Harder, but I enjoy having a healthy balance of being relaxed. Yes. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hmm. Uh, okay, so last few questions, I guess, that I would mainly want to ask you yep. is what is next? Like, you know, you have a lot going on. Uh, we could talk all day on, you know, <coughs> suggestions and tips. Uh, maybe I'll come back to a few mm-hmm. that I can think of. But, like, what is the next step for you? You know, again, you're 20 years old. You obviously still have to finish your college degree, so yep. you need to get your degree. You've been work. We could talk a little bit, maybe potentially on what you've been doing with us and things on that end. But mm-hmm. like, what is the next goal for you? Mm. Uh, next goal, I'm really focused on um, trademarking my podcast. I'm gonna trademark your trademarking own, sir. the podcast. Yeah, trademark your own, sir, so nobody can take it. Um, I want it. I feel like it's like an amazing name, super marketable. So I definitely want to like know that like, I own that. I feel like that's just a different type of like gratification. Um, definitely that. Is your wrong store going to be a company? Like, are you going to get an LLC at some point? Yeah, so I'm a trademark and make an LLC. You going to let me invest? I can, bro. I think it'd be your best investment. That's next, though. That and um, elevating it. I got a series. I talk to Joshua all the time about that I have in mind. A series. Um, yeah. Are you able to dispose anything or do you want to keep it under wraps? Um, I will say it's going to be the best content that y'all have seen from the sports podcast thus far, uh, in my opinion. Honest, transparent, but very educational about the history um, of African-American people in sports. And a lot of the times just knowing how we've been gatekept out of a lot of sports, understanding why certain things happen. Why do we only see a lot of white people at country clubs playing golf? Why are certain only black players running backs and wide receivers? Um, things of that sort. Give us, okay, what would be one more mm-hmm. thing, stat, fact, in regards to black players, athletes okay. in sports that people don't know, that they should know? That they should know. Ooh, okay. So, um, there's an African-American, and he basically, um, 29-year-old, started playing golf, and was doing so well, had a lot of victories, right? Doing really good. It got to the point where he got to the Richmond Open, which was a popular golf tournament back then, and they said, no, he can't compete because he's black. Got that far. He was like, so y'all not going to tell me what to do. Decided to get legal action. The PGA was like, hey, like, we got you. We'll let it happen. It was all just BS. And, yeah. And so they didn't do anything about it. 
and they changed the PGA Open to the PGA Invitational. And they made it, it was private and only for white people. So that's kind of how we got to country clubs because that's where they hosted the private invitationals. Mm. And so that's kind of why we see, like, so this this series is going to educate us about small things. Like, we just think about, oh, whites, country clubs, but why are they there? When did that start? Um, and so I think that's something people will learn and we'll dive deeper into. Why do you, why is history so important? Because it repeats itself. Ooh. Yeah, because it repeats itself. And I think we just have Ooh. to understand who we are. Like, what are we representing? Why do things happen? There's no reason why you should be participating in things, working for companies, organizations, and not understand the why for everything. Like, you shouldn't work at a Nike without reading Shoe Dog because you don't get why. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we don't need to work at GSA or Grady Media if we don't understand why we started it. Mm. So, like, they got to watch the documentary. They, you know, like, got well, to. Got to. Right. It's no question. So, history repeats itself, and you got to understand the why. That's good. Mm -hmm. If you could, dang, I'm, I'm still in a question that we talked about before. But it's, but it's about to be a good one. Okay. okay. I got drink. Okay, so we're gonna. Yeah, you gotta listen. Listen. We would need sponsors, okay? So <laughs> if you hydration, this smart water, but we open, okay? Nothing exclusive right now. Essentia. Essentia, PH, PAs, Fiji. body armor, Fiji, Whatever. Zephyr Hills. Whoever. Okay. <laughs> ice Mountain? Wait, you like Ice Mountain? What's that? Ice Mountain water? I don't know about that. It's, <laughs> listen, there are certain requirements. They need to be like spring water or like quality. Mm -hmm. Okay, so not tapped. It ain't or, tapped. I never heard Ice Mountain. You're joking. No. Sound like a ride. What's okay, it, Space you need to Mountain? Put, you need to, <laughs> Space Mountain they got it or You need to put this on your IG story and people mm -hmm. going to be like, you crazy because you don't know what Ice Mountain I don't is. know what it is. <laughs> Ice Mountain hit me up, though. I'm open to discussion. Okay, so here's a question. Mm -hmm. Something that I want to say maybe it was Jeff or Corey G. Someone, okay. I had heard it from someone. Mm -hmm. And they said that their suggestion for someone in high school that was about to graduate from high school would be to, instead of going to college, mm. take out a $10,000 loan and... Find a mentor that is in a field of their interest and shadow them, basically, for a year. Okay. Be, learn from them, whatever it could be. Basically, intern with them for a year and yeah. just be as hands-on as possible. If you could shadow one person mm. for a year, who would it be? Amazing question. Okay. Love that. My person right now, where I'm at, my goals is going to be Issa Rae. Issa Rae, no question, uh, because I think she's really authentic, but media embraces her. So, like, mm. it's one thing to really be yourself and have people not want to change you and accept who you are and, like, blow up because of it, like, being you. Um, and so, for me, even with the series, right, I want to take the podcast to the next level. Issa Rae went from putting friends together, recording a YouTube show where she wrote and produced her own things, um, and get picked up by HBO. I didn't how know does that's that happen? How she got, is that how she got started? Yes. YouTube, YouTube bro. She had that. a show with her friends. They're like acting. Like, it's her show. YouTube. And so, how do I get from YouTube to HBO? Mm. How do I get from YouTube to Stars? How do I get from YouTube to Showtime? I gotta figure that out. And so, I think she would be, like, the ultimate person. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. I gotta look more in the Easter ring. She the goat, bro. Really, huh? Sis. I'm not tapped in like that. She I didn't realize that's how she got started. Yeah. She like goaded. Like for me, I don't even know all the details. Like I want to know how do you go from here to HBO? Even like a worry for me, right? Maybe wanting bigger backings for my podcast, having autonomy. I just listened to her podcast with um, Kevin Durant on his podcast called Etcetera's, and she was just talking about how she loves HBO because they're intentional about letting her choose her music, her soundtracks, like having control over her show. Mm. How do you get that relationship where people are not trying to change you but accept you and bring you on? Because a lot of stuff can be censored. We just talked about Instagram. People can censor you on their platforms. How do I not be censored? How do I still put out the message but have bigger backing so like everybody in the world can see it? Mm. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. You on it. I'm your best guest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you confident over there. That's good. That's so interesting. That's good. This is good. Uh, I just got I just got really random questions that come to mind that mm-hmm. I think are just you know, I don't know if I've talked about this before. What is it? So Ooh. I don't know if I've told you know, I don't know if I told maybe really anybody this. But why I think I enjoy talking, asking questions in these discussions when I was little, I believe a lot of everything goes back to when we were young mm-hmm. and I what see. we see when we are a child and interaction with our parents, etc. Me and my mom, we used to lay in bed at night and I would always lay in the bed with her or she would lay in the bed with me till I was like about to go sleep and then really? she would leave. Oh yeah. till I was like nine, 10, 11, 12. Even still, Get like, out. even still, like, college. Like I fresh- slept with my mama until I was, like, 14. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> no shame. There's no shame. But she used to, every night, I used to tell her, like, to ask me questions. Like, ask questions. And she would just ask me random questions. No way. We would have, like, like trivia cards. And I would just, eyes closed, and she would just ask me questions. Get out. Such and such animal in this country. Or what's this, the color of this. Or something with this flag. Geography. Some with geography, like all every night. Really? Yeah. So I just always liked. To me, I think asking questions. People don't know how to ask questions anymore. They don't. In our day and age, like we don't know how to say how are you. We. It's a lot of people that just. If you notice, mm-hmm. if you really tune in, most people just give their own thoughts in conversation. Yes. They don't even listen to what you're saying. The whole time you're talking, they're ready to respond. Yes. It's a reality. <laughs> so. That's good, uh, bro. I'm telling you, I, I like you peep, if you peep it, you like really pay attention to people in conversation. Mm-hmm. Most people, if you say something to them, they will not even answer you directly. If they answer, they'll just say what they wanted to say originally anyways. Mm. I'm telling you, That's if true. you really listen to the words that people say, most people, I want to say with some dude named Simon, he was on, you gave a YouTube episode mm-hmm. and he was giving a tip. This is kind of tangent, but it, I think it's tangible. He was giving a tip and he was saying how... If you want to be a better individual, a lot of people say that, you know, you need to listen better. You need to be a better listener. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, like, what does that mean? And for most people, two issues is the majority of us do not know how to allow another person to finish their sentence Mm. before. I thought I heard something. Yes, Uh, Cameron. Okay. Uh, Do you need to hit that? No. Okay. Most people do not allow an individual to finish their sentence before interrupting them. Mm. So most of the time we interrupt somebody. That's true. Before they finish talking, they interrupt. There will be an interruption. Mm-hmm. Two is within seven seconds, most people are no longer in thought about what the person is saying. You're mm-hmm. thinking of something else. So I'm talking to you, but you're thinking about tomorrow. 
<laughs> yeah. So for me, it's just those little things I really do think make a difference. Do you actually need to get that with your no. camera? Though? No, we good. Okay, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, but for time's sake, I did have another question. Yeah. That's going on another, I guess, a different side, a different tangent. Okay. Is if you could eat one one last meal, Ooh. you have your last meal, <laughs> last food. I say this because food is universal. It's one of the few things that's universal. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't speak the same language. Everybody don't have the same currency, but we all speak hunger. That's true. <laughs> what would be one meal, your last meal? Last meal? Um, it's gonna be my mama's cooking. Some soul food, some greens, sweet potatoes, cornbread. But yeah, she's snapping. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. If you come to Chicago, you gotta. I gotta tell the cook. She's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a cook." Mm. She'll be hyped. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Simple. What would be one previous period in time in your life mm-hmm. that if you could go back and relive it, you would? Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm assuming that one. <laughs> one moment to relive. Wow. I would do senior year over again. Of high school? Yes. Senior year of high school. I Someone was. I think texting you, you need to see that? No. You sure? Yeah. It might be Faye. She okay. <laughs> All right, senior year of high school. Yeah. Why senior year of high school? Uh, senior year of high school, that was the lowest year I've had in high school. So many things I was into with my friends. Um, but it was also like high too. Like I had broken with my boyfriend. Like it was That was a high, huh? No, that was oh, high. Okay. That was a low. <laughs> that was a low, but um okay, because we won sectionals that year for basketball. Okay. Um so like regionals? Yeah, so we did regionals. We did sectionals. Okay. And um I got injured. In the regional game, I came down the wrong way, and mm. I tweaked my leg. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you got to be kidding me. And so I just, from the sideline, I know if I was in, we would have won. Mm. I was like, dang, okay, that one. And um, I think I would just be more intentional about things. So, like, I would do that over again. I wish I would have took track more seriously. I went down to state my first year of taking it serious. Like I never I was just You were an athlete, huh? Oh yes, for sure. <laughs> I went down state, I called Crawford State. I was like <laughs> I'm asleep. Like yeah. what have I been doing? I was too focused on basketball. So I would do that. And um imagine if I started the podcast then. Mm. If I, I knew I knew I wanted to be in sports, but I didn't know like I always thought sports agency, but what if I found you? What if I was more intentional about networking even before I got to college? I'd be set. Mm. So I would relive that year over again, um, make smart decisions, not let certain people get to me. I would just really be like more locked in on like me. Yeah. Mm. And sports and my accolades. Yeah. That's good. What would be one person or one thing mm-hmm. that you perhaps wish someone would have told you? When you were younger, when I was, wish somebody would have told me. Um, so maybe five years ago, mm-hmm. if someone could say, "Hey, I'm coming back from the future," mm-hmm. if you could tell your old self something, yeah, what would it be? Um, to invest and save. 
Mm. Investing phase. What have you learned so far? 20 years old, still mm-hmm. in college. What do you know about investing and saving? Uh, so I got to get more in tune with it. But like the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book changed my whole mindset. So for me, the biggest takeaway from that book was you do not want to pay for things from your income column. You want to pay for it from your asset column. So if I say I want a sure mic, I don't need to depend on my next check for being a manager to pay for it. It could be coming from me investing in something. It can be coming from another passive income, things like that. So he talked about even like his wife buying a car. They didn't get it from the income. They got it from an asset. They built, I was like, okay, we, we need $70,000 to buy this Mercedes Benz and pay it off. How do I get my assets up so that's nothing? Like, it's not coming out of, you know, what's coming in. Um, so I would definitely say that's the biggest takeaway, figuring out how to build my asset column. Um, it's kind of something I'm trying to figure out. That's good. Yeah, being more intentional. Is college teaching you that? No, that's why I don't need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to see. I got so many. Many that I can go with. I don't want to be here too long, though. Okay. Next question. Mm-hmm. If you go anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. where are you going? Um, that's a good one. Dubai. Dubai. It's gorgeous there. You see the sand. Everybody be having their little raps on. Like I just want to take pictures. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see Dubai. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Hmm. I really don't have too much left. I think that's been good. Um, I know we will get you on again, so I don't want to kind of leave too much. Um, anything else that you want to say while you're here? What would be if you just had the mic? Mm-hmm. You know, if you you know you have a platform where you can just say whatever you want. If you had a message to the world and what's going on, just what would be one thing that you would want to say to the world right now? Mm. Trust the process and be patient. That's the biggest lesson I've learned this semester. Um, I came into this semester focused on internships, focused on trying to impress people, focused on getting connections. Um, and like recently, a couple weeks ago, I had to call a Joshua because I was down, like low, low. It was affecting everything. Okay, continue. First, continue your point. That brings me to the next question. Continue. You were low, and yeah. then what happened? I was low. Um, had a, a call with somebody, an executive, a major company, uh, and it was kind of like, okay, I didn't like how that went. I didn't kind of like where I was professionally. I was like, I'm stagnant. Like, what do I do? And so I'm really big on having faith. But for me, sometimes I get so down because it's like, bro, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. I'm working out every day. I'm doing this. I'm putting myself ahead of all the people around me. Everything I want, it's like it's not coming at the time I want it to come. Like it, I feel like I deserve yeah. this. Like I watch other people's podcasts, like pain touching mine. It's like why am I not out here getting Emmys? Like no reason. <laughs> like it don't make sense. And so being patient, like just be patient. It's coming because a lot of the time, every time I swear, every time I get down, every time I have one of those periods, something good happens to me. Mm. Every time I get down, it could be like. Somebody responded for the podcast, and I'm like, get get out of here. Like, no way. Or it'll be some, something good always happens. Like, right after I'm down, I'll be like, and it'll be like my motivation again. For me, that's like God sending a message. Like, girl, get up. Like, mm. you okay. That's good. Yeah. What has been your lowest point? Ooh, lowest point. Um, senior year. Senior year. Mm-hmm. What's been your highest point? Ah, highest point. Um, 
the summer of 2020. Meeting you, starting a podcast, like those things have like changed my life in a whole different direction. That's the highest point so far. What is the difference between you now mm-hmm. and the you that you want to be? Ooh. Uh, the difference. <laughs> You're killing me, bro. <laughs> the difference between me now and who I want to be. Yeah. Uh, resources. Mm. Resources. If I had top podcast team, then me. Give it to me. Yeah. So I would say resources, like lack of capital, things like that. But I ain't going to let that put us down. We're going to figure out how to get to it. But I would definitely say resources because I got the confidence. I have the motivation. Of course, knowledge, too. There's always room out there to grow. I'm probably going to be 10 times smarter than I am now in 10 years. But I would say resources. What is your best asset? Best asset. Your mind. Mm-hmm. My mind. What is your biggest weakness right now? Mm-hmm. Personally. So not business side. Personally. Personally. What is one thing that you are not doing yourself? Is there anything you've been slacking on? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you know, like, mm, I'm not giving 10 out of 10 in this category? Personally, right? So, yes. like, not podcast, no. That. Personally, um, like, I would say patience. Being patience. more, yeah, patience. Being more patient. I gotta be more patient. I gotta learn how to be more patient. Even more patient than I think I am. Ten times more patient. You have an iPhone? Yes. What would, if someone paid you a thousand dollars, actually, let's change it. Okay. What would someone have to pay you to give up having an iPhone? To give up having an iPhone? Yes. To no longer use the iPhone. I don't think they could pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they could pay me, bro. <laughs> I need the iPhone. <laughs> I need the iPhone, bro. Oh, my chest hurts. I need the iPhone. You know, <laughs> they could keep it. <laughs> okay, bro. I need the iPhone. Someone gave you a million, a nine. Here's a million dollars cash. You can never have an iPhone again. You're not doing it. Mill? That sound good though. At this time, I might have to take it. The million. Cause I need my podcast to blow. So. <laughs> so you, it would take something of that nature. Yeah. Why so much for just just a phone? 
It's not just the phone. It is just the phone, but it's not just the phone. Like, they have resources that nobody else has. Like, FaceTime, you can literally communicate with anybody with the phone. Skype quality's not that. Zoom quality's not that. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's competing, and I love how it connects to our computers. So, like, I get texts on my computers. Like, I'm kind of multitasking. Mm. Yeah, like, Apple Podcasts is free. I don't have to pay Spotify. Like, they have Ooh. little perks that are, like, that's good. it's a no-brainer, kind of. And the quality of the camera. What is, for you, mm-hmm. the number one brand? It's Apple. Is it Apple? I think it's Apple. Yeah. Like, people can love Nike, but still, you know, put on some Adidas if they need to. You, you're not buying Microsoft. You're buying Apple. You're not buying anybody else. It's Apple. Yeah. I'm never, I'm not having that phone yet. I'm okay. <laughs> we good. They can keep it. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Hmm. If you had a million dollars. A million. I need it. If anybody wants to invest in your own, sir. What would you do with it? What would I do with it? Um, I would invest it all back into me, my business. Um, so I would trademark the pod if I got it today. I'd be like, EJ, where you at? I got <laughs> I got the money. <laughs> like, let's make it an LLC. Let's trademark it. Um, and I would go do my series. I would go travel. That's money for travel. That's money for Kadian. Kadian mm. Hall. Goat, okay. And videography. I would pay Kadian and we would do it. Shout out Juice Pitcher. Yes, bro. Yeah. If you are not in tune, get in tune. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do. That would be the first thing. Um, and I would invest in stocks. Mm-hmm. I would invest in stocks and I would really just like get my production together and I would just start doing everything that I wanted to do. Why? To more... be honest, I might drop out of school. <laughs> I am going to come across that table. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going to understand. <laughs> yeah. Why are more people not successful? It's too hard. Like, people, I think everything's about your mental. Like, People aren't willing to. When I tell my friends, like I wake up at five, they're like, "Are you crazy? Can we do eight? No, we can do five. You can't work out with me if you're not getting up at five or six. And I think people don't want to take the extra step. It's like losing all sleep is not worth it, but it is though. It is when you start doing it. Mm. I think it's just that extra mile. Some people are just lazy. They don't mm. just want to do it. Mm. But you don't see the value until you do it. So when they never do it, they don't understand why other people do it. How can you bring someone H2O on a fork? What? H2O on a fork? H2O on a fork? Do you know the answer to this question? (laughs) (laughs) I do know the answer to this question. H2O on a fork. Put water on it. Don't it got the little... The lines can hold a little water on it. No. What is it? It has something to do with vapor, evaporation, something. Mm-hmm. No. You put an ice cube on the fork. That's smart. I'm stupid. Yeah. That was just, it, it came to mind. Uh, hmm. What, <clears throat> what do you want to be remembered as? An amazing storyteller. An amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Who is the best storyteller right now? Me. You. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I like that. That's good. <laughs> you ain't gonna 
Doug. You didn't say nobody yeah, else. Even like if I think somebody yeah, else, I can't yeah. say it. I like the confidence. Okay. Um, I don't really have too much else for you tonight. Okay. Where, before I ask my kind of wrap-up questions, mm-hmm. where can people connect with you? Where can they contact you, follow you, all the things? Yes. Um. Okay, I'm on everything, right, y'all? I have Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, everything. So LinkedIn, um, it's myself, my name, YouTube, Anaya Jones. Also, uh, on Instagram, it's N-I-Y-H and then three A's, a dot and a period. Or you can just type in my full name and it'll come up. Um, I'm everywhere. Just type in my name. Yeah. Everywhere. 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 A podcast website, www.yourownsir.com if you want to go listen. Yeah. Mm. Last two things. Mm-hmm. One, what is the most important day in life? Mental health. Mental health. Mm-hmm. Why mental health? Uh, you're nothing without this being okay. You cannot work out without being okay. You cannot be. You cannot contribute to others without you being okay first. But you gotta be mentally okay. Yeah. Mental health. And success is about a mental game, like working out. Sometimes I'll be like, man, I don't even. I be doing jump squats like this crazy. But like, it's you have to push yourself through mentally. You gotta be strong. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. Last question. Okay. So. With all this, all these dreams, ambitions, doing this, doing that, whoopie whoop, mm-hmm. a lot going on. What is the one thing that you are most grateful for right now? My village. People around me, you, GSA, Grady Media Team, my family, my amazing friends. Um, yeah, because I'm nothing without y'all. Like, I don't believe in the word self made. Nobody's self made. You didn't mm. just get here by doing everything by yourself. You had a team. You connected with people. So I'm grateful. Y'all pushed me. Y'all made me want to go harder. Y'all made me feel good. Y'all helped me celebrate my wins. You pick me up when I'm down. Joshua gives me probably some of the most criticism out of everybody. Like, why you ain't make a video yet? But, like, it pushes me. Like, okay, you're right. I know I got to go make this video. So definitely my village. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. I did want to speak on a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You said you wanted to come to me. Because you were not sure of your role in regards to what we were doing for yeah. a period of time. Mm-hmm. And you said it took you like two or three weeks <laughs> to say something to me. Yeah. Why did it take you time mm-hmm. when you had already known that you want to talk to me? Um, it was a thing of like outside of like, I feel like it's different with a just a general professional connection. But like we have an actual relationship. So it's one of those things where, like, I didn't want to feel like I was letting you down if I felt like I couldn't contribute. Um, I think it was one of those. And just not, how is he going to react? Like, how is he going to react? How is this going to be taken? I think it was just kind of fear of, like, how can I say this the correct way? I don't want to disappoint anybody. Um, and I really want the conversation to go smooth and be productive. So, what do you think about our team? He's just trying to plug his companies now, y'all. What do you think? Just, you know, you're helping. Yeah. I think we will look back mm-hmm. at an episode like this 20 years from now and be like, toast to the champagne on the 100 foot yacht. <laughs> Ooh, and I like that word. <laughs> you know, in Dubai, and we're just cooling. On the sand. Truly, global <laughs> award winner. Yeah. In regard to X Media that we have yet to announce what that could be, what TBD. Yeah. What is it about the team that you are working with? Because we haven't talked, I guess I said that was the last question, but I know we haven't talked too much on what we are doing directly together. Mm-hmm. 
why do you like what we are doing? What do you like about the team? Anything that you would want to speak on in regards to what we are trying to do amongst ourselves? Yeah. Um, so many things to love about the team. I love that we're all different. Everybody's different. We all have amazingly different strengths. Like, it's crazy. Everybody has different experiences, so we're all bringing different things from, like, different pages. Like, some of us are in college and have experienced different things. You play professional, like, I mean, you played football in college. So did Rodney. Like, there's so many things we can all contribute. Um, and we push each other. Like, when I say we push each other, y'all, we push each other. Literally. Um, it's crazy. Like, it'll be like, Joshua would be like, I read this book. Or I'm on chapter 10. You sleep. And I'm like, dang, I'm on chapter 2. Let me go read. Like, we push each other. Um, and we always want each other to get better. Like, I love how... We're not afraid to give one another criticism. Shout out Madison, bro. Madison. She not afraid to get criticism. Madison tell you when she think I did just stupid. I was like, hey, yeah, I say it like that, but uh, she. But it helps us though. Like it helps us, and I think we have like good tension on our team. Yeah. Like it's like, no, you're wrong. No, I'm right, and okay, you know. And we go back, but in a positive way. I feel like we have really good communication when we don't agree with one another. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's key. Because some people have bad tone and can say it. And you can't be too sensitive on our team. Right. You can't I be sensitive. Yeah. If you're sensitive, this ain't the It ain't going to work. No. Yeah, it ain't going to work. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. That's it. That's all I already got. Ooh. Um, first yeah. guest with the sure mic. First guest with the sure mic. Um, it's moving. Yeah, Ooh. You see it? Hey, listen. Sure mic. Can we get some? Like, I'm trying to show y'all love here. We got the boom arm. Can I get a free one? Come on. Okay. <laughs> like, we will show y'all okay. Oh, you lit, bro. Come on. I'll be in here like, so y'all, I think that. I'm you, oh, this like, decent. You, whatever you need to do. Up, down, on it. Yes. Sure, Mike. She told me about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Anaya Jones. Check her out on IG. You're wrong, sir. Um, just, you know, really a no-brainer. If you got any value from this, I would ask for hit the subscribe button, a like, five star review, all the something. things, something. Come on, share it with a friend. You know, yeah. all of the things are valuable. But this will not be the last time Anaya's on. Probably record some an episode tomorrow. I know. Exactly. So that doesn't mean it'll be released tomorrow. But we are gonna start getting out some more content. So you got anything else? I think that's all. Oh, we should do one for me tomorrow for your own sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got it. I got some good ones for you, too. We got it. I mean, we got what's needed, so. Let's do it. Right. Thank All you right. for having me. Joshua Grady. Guys, those. Peace out. Peace out.